Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers where we can't stop talking and apparently have to hit record because otherwise we won't start talking and you won't hear the show. We're very excited to talk about the book, but apparently there are so many things to talk about right now that we're all very excited. Yes, because we're talking about writing and Corinne's new book. So for those of you that don't know, Corinne Larinaga is here with her new book and it's called The Superhero Syndrome and it's awesome. And, and Scott I is sniffing it's the pages. Awesome. I'm assuming it's awesome. It smells awesome, dude. Yeah. Scott Scott is completely that? in That's love with this book because it smells amazing. It smells like Goosebumps, okay? It, it reminds me of my childhood. Like, the first book that I actually went out and bought myself was Goosebumps. And this, this smells like Monster Blood. I'm telling you right Sweet. now. I don't Monster know why. Monster Blood. Monster Blood was the Goosebumps book that I started with. I was huh. about to ask. That was my burning question. I oh. didn't know which one it was. Yep. And that was I, your very first book you ever bought. And re- that was my first one that I ever bought. It isn't even the wow. first Goosebumps. I think it's like number three, but that's the first one that I bought. And then I upgraded to Michael Crichton. Don't ask me how that jump happened. <laughs> because you, you fell I must in have love gotten with in like Jurassic 10. Park. That's probably true. Yeah. That's probably and true. There's a couple years. Who doesn't that. love that? There's a couple years in between that. I never read Goosebumps. None really? of them? None. Uh, I started with wow. Dragonlance. Oh, well. And then that's not bad. You know, and then I jumped through all the fantasy stuff, you know, and then Brent Weeks and R.A. Salvatore, and the list goes on. I haven't reread any of the Goosebumps books since I was a kid, but I feel pretty confident that they would still stand up today. Yeah. I wish I would have saved some of mine. I gave them all to a friend. I know. I gave them all to a younger cousin, and I'm torn because I love to instill a love of reading into other people, but I also want to keep all those books. They're mine. Mine. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I want to jump back on eBay right now. I wonder what the originals are going for. I know they reprinted a lot. I have so many books that I've actually started giving them away. Oh. Yeah. Any good ones? It's like... I don't want this book. Giving it away. Yeah. I have I have my shelves of friends books. Those aren't going anywhere. Those are untouchable. Uh but then I have all these other books that like uh that I have that I haven't read in years and it's like eh, am I gonna read it again? Mm, probably not. Alright, giving it away. You know, with this being hurricane season, I'm guessing that there's if there aren't already, oh, there's there's already people asking drives. for stuff like yeah. that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um which yeah, hurricanes. Scary. Uh, yeah. Just reading about Irma. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to go anywhere near that, but no. I can see, you know, how the land of Roshar, in where you know, in the the Words of Radiance series, it really is. I mean, that's that's what they are—massive hurricanes that travel all over the place for 
that series. I feel like I have to put in a pitch here for Mega Tsunami by David Klein, which is one of my buddies that who also we need to have on the show. Yeah. But we're not talking about other people. Now, or other books. Okay. <laughs> I've seen so many news reports and one of them, I, I don't know if it's real or not, but they said they were the the winds and the waves were whipping up so much from Irma that it was actually lifting sharks up and other fish up into it. Okay, I saw that too, but it was a screen cap of a CNN report, so I wasn't sure who was actually valid. I haven't had time to actually yeah, I know, go I and check. Yeah, I know. I haven't done research, but I'm like, <laughs> if this is real, okay, Sharknado was just way too early. Sharknado Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Sharknado Ooh. Kane. Mm-hmm. Is it now Sharknado Kane? Well, if if that hurricane shark is really pulling a shark, hurricane. sharks, hurricane <laughs> sharks. Mm. I saw there was a, I don't know. I saw there was video footage of like a cow that had been lifted up. It was it was it wasn't a real cow, obviously. Oh. Well, because uh, it was like so. I mean, these winds are getting up to two hundred and fifty to three hundred miles an hour. They can easily throw a car. I thought they were yeah, on one eighty nine. Uh, no, I, well, or is it a consistent? I mean, 189? only one eighty nine. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know if it's consistently, but you know, Irma is a Category Five, so it's huge. It's massive and super strong. Mm-hmm. And then it's being followed by a Category One right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, my only thing is, okay, yes, it is coming up the Caribbean, heading towards Florida, going to go up towards Georgia, and that. But what happens if it suddenly changes direction, heads for Texas again? Those poor people have already suffered enough. Yeah. 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 Leave Texas alone. And then a Category 1 right behind bigger it. in Texas, the including the storms. <sighs> well, yeah. I'm just going to blame Obama? dolphins. Oh, dolphins. Dolphins. That they didn't stop this? No, because they, they, we haven't given them enough fish, so they're controlling the hurricanes. No, no, no. They're grateful. Thank you for all the fish. No, we're stealing the fish. That's why number. they're creating the hurricanes. Yeah, I can see that. That, that, that tracks. You're saying that <laughs> dolphins are actually evil. Yes. Vindictive. Okay. I wouldn't say evil. Let's go with okay, vindictive. Vi- you're right. Vindictive. They're, they're kind of like, you know, a little child that gets very petulant because you've, you're stealing something of there, so they do something naughty back. To okay. get even. <laughs> <laughs> Far-fetched. <laughs> Let's talk about this superheroes. <laughs> because Scott's giving me a look of, like, you are nuts. I just don't know where to go with that. How do you defend... <laughs> A, 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 a vindictive <laughs> herd of dolphins that apparently want our blood because we haven't given them their fish. Well, I'd say debate one then. Well, right? Yeah. Oh, there's one evil dolphin? There's like a super oh, dolphin? Oh, no. Is that the, what you're I won the debate. Yeah, Daniel wins. Fair enough. Because <laughs> you couldn't come up with an argument. That's because it's so see, insane. See, it, no, it's not because <laughs> they create a massive hurricane. It comes in. People die. Eat less fish. That How do they, they create a massive fish. hurricane? Are they all like swimming around in a circle, like running around a track? Go faster. <laughs> like maybe, in a circle. Is maybe, that what they're doing? Maybe there's really cool technology that they control. I mean, they obviously are aliens, With, right? What, they're flippers? Maybe. If we're going back to the fact that they're aliens, then, uh, then yes, I could believe that. Yeah. I could believe that. Yeah. All right. See? Farewell and thanks for all the fish. I don't think it's because we stole the fish, though. Are if sure? anything, it's probably because we're polluting and contaminating the oceans. Yeah. Well, so are they. Or causing climate I mean, come change. On. They, that's Even literally their bathroom. It's, it's their bathroom. They're constantly polluting it. That's different, man. <laughs> Haven't you ever just been in the lake and just been like, there's no one else around, uh, and yet you still fish in that lake? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Think about that circle of life never right there. It. Never done that, but okay. Yeah, never never done that. I have to show you the Shark Week video I, sh- I, I saw. I know we're off 
topic, but there's a sh- wonderful I think shark our viewers, week video. Uh, have kind of accepted that by now. Where there are people, they're in in the shark cage, and this huge great whites come in. They got their cameras and everything, and then it just crop dusts them, just lets his bowels go. <laughs> it's just the nastiest thing in the world. And then all these fish swarm in and start eating it. It's just it's hilarious. You have to wonder how much it's, it's on purpose. You know, like, of does the shark know what he's doing? I know. And, and I like the to think that he like, does. <laughs> <laughs> those fools think I'm going to attack it and start chewing at it. I'm going to show them something. <laughs> ah, comedy sharks. Yes. See, sharks do have a sense of humor. They know they can't swim backwards, so they're just going to go for it. Amen. Yeah. I don't blame them. Okay. After Jaws, I mean, I think that they need to get us back. They do. They need good publicity. Plubi- I can't even say that They need good publicity. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Publicity. They need good publicity. Right or now. as the dolphins would say, blah, 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 blah. Or <laughs> there you go. Nah. All that right. Much more so convincing dolphin. <laughs> tell us about the superhero syndrome before we get on another tangent about great... Or uh, humpback whales. Well, strangely enough, it actually centers around a sentient dolphin. Who? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that would have been got me funny. So excited. <laughs> that would have been funny. So, superhero syndrome is about a young woman named Tess, uh-huh. um, who is one of thousands of people that's afflicted with what's called the solstice syndrome, which is a sickness that affects everyone around the winter solstice. Some people get a mild flu, and other people, it's horrible and it kills tons of people. If you're lucky enough to survive the solstice syndrome, then when this big meteor shower comes a month later, you know, stuff happens, Tess gets superpowers. So the book is about her trying to come to terms with superpowers in this new superpowered world that she previously only thought existed in comic books. Mm -hmm. So in this world, comic book pop culture does exist. Tess is a total comic book nerd. Um, so she's well equipped to deal with superpowers, you know, as an idea, but not so much having them herself. Is it our pop culture or is it their own like variation? Of it's culture? ours. It's set in okay. the real world, our world, in a fictional city um, called Wayland. And she, yeah, so, so it is our real world. There's lots of pop culture references that readers will recognize. Um, and so in addition to trying to figure out her superpowers, she's trying to mend a very broken relationship with her older sister um, and just try to get through life. It's hard enough sometimes and throw having powers in the mix. It's crazy. And which solstice was it again? The winter solstice. Winter. Yeah. What is up with winter solstices? It's, it's magical. very powerful. It's yeah. magical, man. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm born in the winter. Uh-huh. It's yeah. just interesting. So, yeah. yeah. We love it. So yeah. Okay, so now the the disease, the sickness that people get before the solstice, how many people uh, survive that? So um, at the beginning of the book, Tess is listening to kind of an NPR report on it. And at that time, there's about 6,000 people that are currently afflicted with like the the really outrageous form. Yeah. Yeah. So roughly about 6,000 people worldwide. So it's uh, 6,000 are afflicted with it or 6,000 actually die from it. Uh, 6,000 at that time are afflicted by it. They're active cases. And okay. then more than that passed away. So. Okay, so wow. there are at least 6,000 other superheroes, potential superheroes. Mm-hmm, potential superheroes, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So is it easier for you to write using kind of the basis of our world and then twisting it to your own needs? Oh, for me, yes. I don't know if that's a universal truth with all writers, but for me, um, I think... I like to focus more on the characters and building them up and what they're doing. And uh, the world 
is a character too, and so it is much easier for me to base it in the real world. So far, most of my writing tends to take place in something that's very similar to our real world, mm -hmm. but I like making up my own town or my own city so that I can control every aspect of that. Okay. But it's still a real place with cars and a government, and you know, it yeah. looks familiar even if it's somewhere you can't physically visit. So there's not a lot of world building that you have to do. It's just Except like for your city or whatever, there's just a little bit of tweaking. Yeah, it's more exactly. of world adjusting. Yeah, world yeah. tweaking. World, world tweaking. adjusting, I like that. Adjusting, yeah. tweaking. It's <laughs> yeah, about right. Yeah. I'm a world adjuster. Yeah. I've done that. Sounds like insurance. I'm a world <laughs> editor. Yeah. I like yeah. to take the world and bend it to my will. Yeah. Insurance is not fun. No. no. <laughs> Never. Fortunately. Yes. I can only imagine the insurance if you were a superhero on this. Well, it looks like you've got the flu. Or <laughs> you could be coming out with a case of the supers. <laughs> and Tess does kind of have to deal with that a little bit at the beginning of the book. Some of her decisions around why she goes home in the first place have to do with being faced with a super massive medical bill from a really long inpatient stay at a research hospital. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. I hate those. <laughs> so do you also uh, bring in the conflict of possibly, you know, of people that have this they might use their powers for evil purposes. Yeah, I don't want to give away too many spoilers, okay. but I definitely ex uh, explore that for sure. Because, I mean, let's face it, uh, other people have done it too. I mean, Brandon Sanderson has as well, <laughs> but there are some people that if they suddenly got superpowers, they wouldn't be thinking, hey, how can I save someone today? Yes. Hey, how could I rob that bank? Or, or you know, that car looks really nice. <laughs> I can turn invisible. Hmm, there is that gym down the street. I mean, there's some people that think... There like is that. an all-you-can-eat sushi buffet, and I'm betting that nobody's going to notice that back booth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, th I think, like, f maybe this is just based on what I would do right away, but I think that most people would fall somewhere in the middle. They wouldn't be thinking, like, okay, how can I go and use this power to help people? And they wouldn't be thinking, how can I harm people? They would be thinking, what cool thing can I do just for me to have fun? Yeah, and that's kind or of. Or how can I hide? Yeah, yeah. That's kind and of how Tess's journey starts. Is, use this to what my can own I do that's cool? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not necessarily out to do evil, but really not concerned with doing. They're that all either. about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so can we know what her superpower is, or do we have to buy the book? Uh, yeah. So she, something's weird with her hands. Uh, she absorbs anything that she touches, so she can absorb steel and have fifths of steel. Um, so she's like absorbing man. Sure. Is that really the, that's really the a, name that's a, that's of a, a superhero. superhero? Yes, his name is Absorbing, Absorbing Man. Absorbing Man. Yeah, whatever he touches, he actually absorbs, and he becomes that element or, or material. And that's not just from a song like Particle Man. No. <laughs> I hold on. It to you. I remember hearing something about this. Like, what show was that on? Uh, Isn't that on the Flash? Yeah. Like, like the yeah. guy actually. With yeah, a it's a, it's it's the Flash. Yeah. Barry fights him, and like he. And his name he is Absorbing Man. I don't know if he's. Usually, absorbing the Flash man. comes up with pretty cool names. Well, not the Flash, but Cisco yeah. comes yeah. up with the really cool names. Yeah, that's why yeah, I'm he's thinking. right here. Uh, absorbing Man is a fictional supervillain appearing in the Marvel comics. Oh, that's not DC. Sorry. Um, yeah. This is even worse. Yeah, Scott's so trying yeah, to sorry. sit he, backwards he like in his it chair. Wasn't, it wasn't Flash, he was in uh, <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was the guy in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when he touched up, uh, he became that material. Oh, okay. one. oh, that's where that was. Yeah, but didn't Barry movie. also fight someone like there is, that? Uh, there is a guy very similar to that. Like, But he was, DC, just but he, yeah. he was he just metal. Yeah. He was just strictly metal. Yeah. 
So like he could actually absorb different types of metal, but then he also absorbed a diamond at one point, didn't he? And Barry had to like use the lightning and go really fast. Or am I, I like mixing like three I episodes? I can't remember. Maybe it's been a while. For the record, you viewers can't see this, but we are sitting on the world's worst chairs. They're very, very high. They're like bar stools that have no back. Well, that's not true. They have a little bit of a back, just that's enough I, so you can't turn them around see, backwards. This is and why you feel like you have to I sit have, up, but otherwise you're slouching. Posture. You're like sitting. I can't. I can't handle this. I thought you were trying to be cool, like I'm not like trying Michelle to be cool. Pfeiffer I'm trying to survive. Yeah, this, this is, is this is insane. From, <laughs> this is from years of sitting in don't like know, orchestras <laughs> and stuff like that. You have to sit on the edge, straight. You never have a back. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm doing the splits. I feel like I'm literally doing the splits around the table right now. This is awkward for me. I'm sorry. They are awful. It's <laughs> so, good stretches. She has that. So, question for you. Yeah. If you were to suddenly get superpowers, what would it be? I got lucky enough to answer this question last time we were oh, here. Oh, look at that. You did. And I'm going to stick with my answer, Kay. which is teleportation, because then I could go visit my family in Spain whenever I wanted. Like, if you want to eat a particular regional delicacy for lunch, you can just pop off and get it. And then I would use that power, of course, for more than just getting a tasty lunch for myself. I would definitely teleport people away from hurricane and tornado zones when they mm -hmm. came there. Definitely would not hog that all for me. So <laughs> maybe she gets her breakfast, lunch, and dinner in uh -huh. Spain. She's <laughs> solid. Right. You'd be the omnipotent nightcrawler, not limited by your sight, line of sight. Yes. Oh, okay. definitely. You know, maybe I'd be have to have to look at a photo or something. You'd but, be a looper. But that's with Google Maps. Yes, I mean mm -hmm. that's what they did in loopers. As long as they yeah. saw a picture, they could. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, I'd take that. That was one of the few movies that Hayden Christensen's in that I'm okay with. <laughs> that gave me faith in his acting ability again. Yeah. Since George kind of, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but then <laughs> the other ha movies after that kind of ruined that. I still think George. Oh, you mean other movies of Hayden Christensen? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's one where he was some gangster-type kid and wore this weird hat. Yeah. <laughs> he wore a weird hat. How dare he? Yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah. about the hat. No, it's, it's all just, about the hat. He, he was just weird. But okay. hey, he's he's married to Rachel Bison, so hey, whatever. Ooh. Yeah. So and you're she saying and good she won't And she won't let their children watch uh, Star Wars, the prequels, because they don't want to see Daddy turn... Dark. evil and kill kids and become Darth Vader. Yeah, I mean, that's understandable. <laughs> no. Kids <laughs> have to see this. But what is their own dad? So what? Could she commission a special version where George Lucas replaces him with, like, the other directions? So he's you know, CGI's Robot <laughs> Chicken actually did something like that, where Anakin, when he's doing that horrific thing, he just says, think about your happy place, Annie. Go back to the field of daisies, and it shows him in this field of daisies, and he's just happily shing shing <laughs> shing, cutting them all up, and then he's like happy and having so much fun, and some of the daisies try running, and he tackles them, and Aww. then he goes back home to Padme, and he goes, "I left you some daisies on the couch." <laughs> <laughs> oh, robot chicken rooted so many childhoods. Uh, wow. So, <clears throat> yeah, there's so many things I could talk about. With Perhaps with we should go back to the superhero like book, like the whole. Oh no, we Leia, can the, the whole Leia thing. And yeah, so I don't know if you heard, but uh, Lucas Films has actually put something out there wondering if the audience out there would like for them to go in and CGI over the Princess Leia slave outfit in Return of the Jedi, which I think is what horrible. Yeah, because there's so many people out there that are like, oh, you shouldn't show this. This is horrible. I, I'm, I'm sorry. That's what they take issue with. Yeah. 
Not the fact that she's a slave and, you know, she stands up and then chokes the life out of Jabba with the chain that she's bound with. No, let's get, let's put clothes on her. And, yeah, I'm sorry. They, I think they just need to leave it alone. Yeah. It's done. It's, it's done. It's out there. It's like a book. All the editing's done. It's out there. Just leave it alone. Yeah, you just have to let it Move go. Move to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Han shot first. Yeah. <laughs> we saw what happened when they messed with that. Weird Riots in movement. the streets. Yeah. Cats Pew. and dogs. No. <laughs> yeah. Living together. Sorry. No, thank I you. had to finish <laughs> Mass hysteria. So, yeah, we're very upset about the, uh, the re-editing of Return of the Jedi. Well, they, they're, they're, they haven't done it yet. There's a lot of people that are just like, <clears throat> saying you're idiots stop it um, so I just hope they leave it yeah yeah so but getting back to this I yes. want to know more like but I don't want to know spoilers oh that's the tricky thing right so your mask vigilante the fox mm-hmm. so does it have do they wear a fox outfit? Yes. Really? Seriously? Yes. I, I was being like cynical. Is he but foxy? That's awesome. He is a foxy fox. Sweet. He's foxy. So you know, if I had a superhero ability, I would totally be over the top like that, and uh-huh. I'd have a big burly tail and I'd be like, "I'm foxy." So, so you're you're going the avenue of the tick? Yes. Okay. Yes, because I have to protect my identity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Unlike Spider-Man in every Spider-Man movie. I seem to have lost my mask. <laughs> or it's falling apart. Or I'm just going to pull it off because I can't see why I'm in front of a subway. Uh, yeah. Well, if they already know who you are, it's kind of, you know, not the subway one, obviously, but on the recent one. I'm not going <laughs> this argument. So the fox. Tell us more about this foxy fox. So the fox is the first superhero to kind of take the public stage and come forward and start publicly crime fighting. Mm-hmm. So while the main character, Tess, is still trying to figure out what do I do with my hands, there's this person way farther down the path than her who's like, I know what I'm doing with my powers. I'm kicking butt and saving lives. And so she's she's kind of becomes obsessed with him and trying to figure out please, who he is and how to be like him. Please tell me somewhere in this book you have the line, what does the fox say? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Missed opportunity. <laughs> <Dang it. laughs> sequel. Sequel. Yeah, there is a sequel. This I mean, is the that first of a series. Perfect. So. For the record, I really do appreciate this. She's like, just, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> if not, that's a really good marketing tag. Uh, <laughs> just put them down. What does the fox say? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. is it just her hands when she absorbs stuff? Or is it her whole body? Yeah, I mean, that's worth reading to find out how she oh. makes the most out of her powers. And I'm assuming at first she doesn't have control of it and just randomly, why, why are my arms looking like bricks? Of course, yeah. That'd be really awkward if you're eating waffles. There's... <laughs> would you eat your hands? Yeah, exactly. And would you feel that? More importantly, would you taste good? There's a scene that I really More had a lot wonder. of fun writing where <laughs> some she accidentally puts herself in a pretty disgusting situation with mm. her ability. So I won't say more than that, but I gagged when I was editing it. So. You gagged when you <laughs> edited your own work. Just because I was picturing it too well and I might be gagging a little bit. Wow. <laughs> Cheese? <laughs> Cheesy. Awesome. <laughs> Jello. See, I don't know. I, I've never been the person, the type to gag or anything like that. Mm. Just because You'll be fine then. Because of my childhood and watching way too many horror movies. Mm. But um, I, I'm going to have to find this, this, this place. I'm just going to have to read it because it's, it's not, it's only uh, 300 and, where is it? I'm looking, I'm looking. You're looking for it? Come on. 316. 
316 pages. Yes. Which See, is actually quick. a fairly good... Fairly, yeah. 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 It's a substantial but quick read. And it is well, I say how quick, many chapters? Not quick for me. Uh, 30... <laughs> 30 something. 30 something. <laughs> It's worth it. 36. Reading. It is the exact right amount how of many, How many, what's the word count? <laughs> um, 69,000. 69? Just, just so, it's a, so it's a YA novel then? It is, it's actually called New Adult. It's kind new of this adult, that's newer category. Th they so, keep creating yeah. these new categories and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I want to be a new adult. Which is fine. It's just like, as an author, it's like, okay, where does my book fit? Yeah. Because you know, like mine technically would kind of be urban fantasy. Mm -hmm. This would be urban fantasy, but no, now you've got military fantasy and new adult and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like... Mine's a people And book. so trying people to find book. where your people. book fits is really difficult now because it just used to be science fiction, fantasy, western, military, and, and so on and so forth. Now it's all, everything's mashed up. Yeah. I think like, it's kind of nice, though, because as a reader... Sometimes there's a particular trope that I get really fond of and yeah. I just can't get enough of. Like anime, for instance, my favorite anime trope is where there's somebody like in Kenichi, the Mightiest Disciple, who uh, has to fight a whole bunch of tough people and uh -huh. every enemy that he defeats becomes a friend. Oh, I love that. So with books, you can kind of narrow your interest down and find a whole bunch of books that fall into your really specific category that you just can't get enough of. So minus the friend part, you, pr you probably like Scott Pilgrim as well. I love Scott Pilgrim. Okay. <laughs> that, yes. That, hmm. That's, that's me. Plus money. Zelda obsessed, hmm. bass player. They basically stole my life for that movie. Okay. <laughs> now I do have to ask, okay, so now even on the cover, you, you, you blatantly say book one. Yes. How how long is this series going to go? Um, it's pretty open ended. I have uh, three books planned for it right now, but I um, I'm kind of leaving it open to see how far the stories take us. Well, the awesome part is even if you do three books, because there's so many other superheroes, you could like take off one of their stories, mm -hmm. and I mean you literally have an open ended universe to create so much havoc and chaos in. Yeah, so much room to play. Awesome. <laughs> and then eventually do an anthology where you just have a bunch of other authors come in and then you put that out. Oh, too. I love that. Mm. Right now all I'm hoping is that my book is as good as it apparently smells. So <laughs> okay, well, Scott. smells it gets a nine point <laughs> five out of ten. Nice. <laughs> Alright, Scott. There it is. There's the challenge. Are you saying that now every time we do a review we're going to have to... No, no, no. <laughs> no, the challenge now is is you need to read it and put out the review and make... And let's see how close it gets to the smell test. The true, <laughs> the true rating right there, uh, listeners, does it pass the smell test? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's... And does it equal the smell test? Mm -hmm. Don't judge a book by a cover. Judge it by how it smells. Do you realize that now we can actually say that a book stinks? Yeah. Oh, literally and figuratively. <laughs> yep. I'm not saying that yours will. <laughs> because literally, it doesn't stink. Well, good. So now we have to say, wait, literally, so, but literally. So liter I feel like you're now Literally, <laughs> it will not stink. I feel like you're challenging me to find you a book that stinks. No. No, no, no. <laughs> because it has to be a new book. Used oh. books do not count. They don't count? Mm. No. It could be brand new. I just may have Dro dropped it in something nice, Steve. I don't care. No. <laughs> No, new, 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 new. It has to be fresh and clean like this. This is fresh and clean. Can we put questionable scratch and sniff stickers on it? Ooh. Does that count? Hold on. Are you saying that there are violent and horrible scratch and sniff stickers out oh, there? Oh, yes. God, I hope so. There's vomit. There's rotten egg. Are you telling there me there's like a feces scratch and sniff yes. out there? Yes. 
Who? What kind of sick person? There are jelly beans of that. Yes, but that's different. That's Bernie Bots. There and so they've done the I'm same. I'm gonna bring thing. some in for you. We're gonna have horrible jelly beans next time. Okay, we have to video then that. Fair mm. enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We used to play. And Varen uh, and Ken- and Mackenzie have to be here. Yeah, Varen and I uh, we played that game once. Apparently, he was cheating. He would like take the the bean and he would swallow it like a pill, <laughs> and then he would fake chew it. Not cool. Not cool, Varen. <laughs> We're calling you out. Calling you out on the air. Wow, I totally would have done that. <laughs> you jerks. Daniel's pocketing that strategy for later. Sweet. <laughs> I, I will admit, maybe for the black one, I might have just tucked it in. So because pocket. of my jaw surgery, though, I have actually a spot on my tongue that doesn't taste. <laughs> so I could literally chew right there and not taste anything. Oh, you could chew your tongue. No, if I chewed it, a jelly, jelly bean, bean like in that goes area. everywhere, though. No. Really? There's a way to do it without a. For th- for the as a side note, I looked up uh, different genres, yes. and there are so there many. Are. Like, well, I mean, if you, if you have western, this. you have a, you know, you I have found a military, fantasy element. In wait, it's hold on, west. military science fiction. Yep. Is that what? That's actually what my book is actually. Yeah. That is well, okay. mer- military science fiction fantasy. There's also <laughs> parallel universe and alternative history. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's what uh, Dave Butler's uh, witchy guy. But then steam uh, underneath cyber or er, science fiction, you've got cyberpunk. Yep. Uh, hold on, biopunk, nanopunk, yep. psychedelic, cyber, psych, what? Psychedelic punk. S- Post cyberpunk. There we go. Post cyberpunk. Okay. Steampunk, atom punk, clock punk, and diesel punk. Yeah. Some of these sound like music genres too. Like post punk yeah. is a music genre. And well, apparently, post-cyberpunk is <laughs> a literary genre. So I also want to mention for those of you that maybe are first time listening to the show or didn't catch the sh- last show Cor- Corinne was on, uh, Corinne's previous book, uh, Don's Hill, actually was nominated for the Dragon Award. Yep, it was a finalist is, in the horror category. Which is awesome yeah. in itself. Uh, big, That's a big, big deal. Um I was sad to see that it didn't win. But ah, hey, it's, okay. it's a finalist. I that's lost huge. to a very worthy book. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, that's huge that yeah. you were a finalist. That's a big deal. And now you can plaster that all over Dunsill, Dragon Warrior finalist. Um, so that's really cool. And which is a fantastic book. And people should pick that up, besides picking up Superhero Syndrome. And so when is the next one coming out? If anything. Well, so Superhero Syndrome comes out Tuesday. Oh, excuse me. So it's coming out Tuesday. I forgot to m- we to mention that. Yeah, it's coming <laughs> Tuesday, out Tuesday, September twelfth. Yeah. Tuesday. And I'm if you're if you're now. local to the northern Utah area, we're having a big release party in West Jordan at the Verdian Event Center. There's going to be a superhero costume contest that you are judging. Someone from the Dungeon. Yes, Center? I am. I forgot <laughs> about that. That's the twelfth. Yeah. What time again? <laughs> Seven o'clock okay, at the Verdian I can Event make it. Center. <laughs> I <laughs> I have so many things zipping it's around true. my head because no, Comic Con, yeah, Snake River Comic Con. So well, that's I, what's I so remember. great. You want to go help do that too? I actually am busy that day. Never mind. Oh, then I do it by myself. I'm sorry. Which is okay because I love superheroes. So speaking of Comic Con, it's perfect because if you want to see how comfortable your Comic Con cos- costume is out and about and what kinds of reactions it gets, you can wear it to the Superhero Syndrome release party and maybe win the contest. We're giving away a Kindle Fire tablet, some Amazon gift cards to fill up your tablet with books. Do you consider um, a Ghostbuster as a superhero? Sure. Yes. <laughs> who are you? Ooh, ooh, wait a minute. I'm a judge. Does that mean I can wear my Superman cape? Can yeah, or should because there you go. Yeah, you should. Please do. I'm There's going no to be wearing. Should. It's just can. I'm going to be wearing my fox costume to represent Sweet. the fox. So 
So nice. the author is the fox. Well, no. So, okay, I should clarify. In the book, there's a costume that people wear to support the fox. It's Ah. not the fox's actual costume with, like, the cowl and the awesomeness. Um, It's a pair of really furry ears and a fox tail. Sweet. That's, yeah. Foxy. (laughs) I approve. I approve. Um, I'm just trying to picture the fox. I mean, what does he say? I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to go there. That's like gonna be the, like the tag out music of this show. <laughs> what does the fox say? Well, seriously, because you got Batman, and Batman's like, I'm Batman, you know, or he says, something, "Where's the Joker?" <laughs> you know. So what does the Swear fox to say? Me. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna have to read it to find I out. Know. He says a lot of. But good this important is like things. the perfect tagline. <laughs> it's already a song. I'm looking. I'm looking uh, for a. The fox said. Um, let's say the color of the food is. <laughs> yes. So go out. Where can they find cold. the book besides obviously the book release? I'm not. And where can box. they find more information about you? So they can go to my website at corinlarinaga.com to learn more about me um, and my other books. You can order signed copies there, um, and you can order it online at Amazon uh, and BarnesandNoble.com. So sweet. It's available in paperback and ebook, and the audiobook will be coming early next year. Awesome. You must buy this book because we all want to know what the fox says. <laughs> we all want to know what superpowers and what villains are happening and what happens in book two. And what will make you gag. Yes. In a good way. I want to know what makes me <laughs> gag even more than I want to know what the fox says. <laughs> so I'm going to find that out. Uh, and buy the book up because we want book two and three. Mm-hmm. And the only way to support an author is by buying their books and giving them awesome reviews. So if you pick up a copy and read it, like it, Give an awesome review. If you didn't like it, just be nice and don't be mean. Uh, we, yeah, I've had a mean review. Not fun. Daniel's still scarred by it. You know, I was told. <coughs> I, I'll be honest. Uh, everyone said that first one that's really mean. I really it should take that really review down. Hurts. <laughs> and try not to do it. You know, try not to get engaged with them. Just ignore it. But man, did you engage? No, I did I not. Did. There have been, I, I do know other authors. You know if they're have. a listener, they know that you're engaging right now. What you're doing now is engaging. No, I'm just saying, simply, it's as an author, it sucks. Yeah. It's kind of a horrible rite of passage. Oh, yeah. And it, it, it's literally like getting drop kicked in between the legs with spiked poison boots mm-hmm. that burn. Yeah. 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 I have a friend who seems to monitor my reviews for me because <laughs> I'll get a message sometimes and he'll say, have you seen this terrible review? And I'm like, yeah. I haven't looked, but I appreciate you being really yeah. indignant and mad on my behalf. So, I mean, I get, I get the email from Pronoun that says, you got a new review. And I look, if it's a five or four star, I'll look. <laughs> if it's not, I'm like, all right, that was cool. They left a review and then I just don't look at it. Yeah. yeah. It, it just drives home the point that reading, you know, and enjoying anything is so subjective. Objective, like yeah. how we can argue about which, you know, if a movie was worth watching or whatever. And oh, yeah. I so. mean, uh, I can't remember the author's name, but she pretty much said, I'm writing because I want to. If if someone doesn't like it, that's their prerogative. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to write. Yeah. If they want to be jerks about it, I don't care. I'm still going to write. There's other people that will like it and do love it, and that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. So Exactly. Find yep. your audience. Yeah, find your audience. Ignore the jerks. Ignore the jerks. Find the scene where it will make you gag. <laughs> and with that said, we're out here. Wop 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 wow wow. What was that?
with a fox set. <laughs> Are you a fan of dungeon crawlers? Then it's time for you to level up your experience. Download our episodes that are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And not only that, we want to hear from you. We want to know who you want to hear on the show. What author, what celebrity, what game designers you want to hear. Not only that, we also want to hear what you like about the show. So, with that said, please reach out to info dungeoncallersradio.com. Email us on Twitter or Facebook. And let us know what you want to hear on this show. Because we want it to be as much of your show as it is ours. So, with that said, we're out of here. And we'll catch you next time.